Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Kisisa Shlishi, the third Aliyah in Pasha's Kisisa. The topic of our Aliyah is the ways of Hashem. It is a short Aliyah, certainly compared to the previous two Aliyahs. It is only five Sukkim long, running from Perik Lamekimel Pasuk Yudbeis to Tes Uzayin. Let's take a look at the general content. It is very enigmatic and then try to make some sense of it. Moshe now turns to Hashem. Remember at this point in time, Moshe Rabbeinu has come down. He has killed many of the perpetrators. He's requested that Bnei Israel not be destroyed. Now he negotiates with Hashem further in a very esoteric way. He turns to Hashem and he says, You told me, you told me to bring out this people. You, you didn't tell me who you're going to send with me. You said that I found favor in your eyes. But if I did find favor in your eyes, Hashem, show me your ways so that I may know you, so that I may find favor in your eyes. You should know Hashem. This is your nation. Hashem responds by saying, My face will go with you. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu says, if you don't, your face does not go with us, we cannot. Do not take us. And how do I know that I found favor in your eyes? And Moshe Rabbeinu asks, he says, only if we see that you go with us and we are distinct from all the nations that are upon the earth. Very complex. Even when you just translate the words, it's very hard to understand the logic of what is being said over here. So a few basics. Let's try to unpack them. Number one is, when did this all happen? What is the timeline that is going on over here? Very important to understand the timeline. Rashi lays it out for us very clearly. Um, and that is, is that there are really three sets of 40 days. The Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah, we're going to go according to this understanding that it was given on the 7th of Sivan. Moshe Rabbeinu added extra one extra day. And he goes, on, which is essentially the second day of Shavuos, he goes up the mountain, he gets the tablets, the Luchos Abris. He was there for 40 days, comes down on Yud Zayin Batamas, which is 40 days later, that's 30 days from Sevan to Tamas, and then an extra 10 days to Yud Zayin Batamas, um, and sees the golden calf, breaks the Luchos on the 17th Tamas, which is the first reason why we fast on that day. The next day, Moshe Rabbeinu on the 18th Tamas burns the golden calf, judges the transgressors, and kills the perpetrators. Moshe Rabbeinu then goes up on the 19th, the next day, for another 40 days, and in which time he prays for mercy, that Bnei Israel not be destroyed, that Hashem not take the nation out of him, that that it all happens in the second 30, uh, of 40 days. He then returns on the first of El, goes up a third set of time um, to get the second set of tablets, and he gets the Yudgim Omidah at which point in time, and that all happens, Salachti Kedvorecha, I've, I've atoned you, I've given you forgiveness as you request. That happens on the 10th of Tishrei, which is Yom Kippur, which is when Moshe Rabbeinu comes down with the second set of Luchos. So these are all very pertinent dates. The process of full Tshuva starts on Aleph Elul, which goes to the 10th of Tishrei. Those 40 days are very significant. It's the same time when Moshe Rabbeinu achieved full forgiveness for the nation of Israel. Yom Kippur, of course, is the culmination of that process. A lot of these ideas, the, the idea of the Yud Zayim being a bad time, all started because of this process. Now, what is Moshe Rabbeinu asking for in this Aliyah? Rashi says, Moshe Rabbeinu has been, has realizes that he has found favor in Hashem's eyes. Moshe has been told that Hashem will make the new nation from him. So he says, if I have found favor in your eyes, then he says, what's going to guarantee that my children aren't going to do the same things? Who knows that if they will be able to live up to the standards? Hashem, please tell me the standards. Please tell me what it is that I need to do in order to be able to understand that we as a nation can understand what it is to find favor in your eyes and to do what's right going forward. And he actually argue, goes on to argue with Hashem to say that they need Hashem directly with them, not an angel, not any agency, but being directly with Hashem because that's the only way they can certainly find mercy. The Rachama Kodesh goes a little further and says that what's being asked over here 
is that in order to serve Hashem properly, we need to have an incandescent understanding of the mitzios chain of finding favor in Hashem's eyes. In order for us to live as a nation, we need to know what is what is the way to do it and what is not the way to do it. And he continues to say, um, that, and when Moshe Rabbeinu goes and says, ki am, ki am what he's essentially doing is, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying is, how could you reject the nation of Israel? They're your people. They're as much your people as they are my people. Hashem, you cannot forsake them, even for even because of their faults. So this is again trying to defend them. So with all noting the Daz Zakenim says that the request over here is, please please lead them lead the people um, directly. Don't send the angel like you like you suggested or threatened at the end of the last aliyah. Now it is interesting to note, and it's very important to appreciate that there's a completely different way that this conversation can be read. It's not about leadership. It's not about finding favor. It's not about avoiding future sin. The Gemara actually talks about this as the topic of theodicy. The Gemara in Brachos Adav Zayin, what Adav says, that the question that Moshe Benu says when he says, Show me your ways, is he's asking the age-old question that one of the brings up, which is Tzadik Varala. He says, as the Gemara quotes, How could it be that they are Tzadikim, some who have it good and some who have it bad? They are bad people who have it good and bad people who have it bad. It seems so arbitrary. So the way the Gemara explains it is that Hashem says he explains, yes, the, the tzaddikim who have a good are the tzaddikim who are the sons of tzaddikim. And the rishayim who have a bad, who have a bad, the rishayim ben rasha, but a rasha is a ben tzaddik, doesn't necessarily get it all bad as well. That's why the Gemara explains it. Um, the Gemara goes on to, 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 to describe whether or not people are punished intergenerationally. Now, the Gemara, then, the, the Gemara actually brings another opinion and says that, in fact, Moshe Rabbeinu had a number of requests and this request was not offered. Rabbi Meir said, Moshe Rabbeinu um, asked for three things. Two were granted, one was not. What was granted? Um, um, Moshe Rabbeinu had asked, please have mercy on those who don't have favor, who, don't, who are not worthy. They were answered, but Hashem did not answer the question of Tzadik Varala. Hashem did not give him the full understanding of this because he's not able, able to be conceived by a human being. So in this actual conversation here, it seems that Moshe Rabbeinu has achieved this incredible celestial conversation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this ethereal conversation about ideas that he wanted to really understand what was going on in the way, the way Hashem works the world. And Hashem says, you're not going to really understand it according to the, Rabbi Meir, the way Rabbi Meir understands this. And finally, at the very end of the Aliyah, when Moshe Rabbeinu says, the last line seems to be the convergence of these ideas. First of all, finding favor in Hashem's eyes, having Him lead them directly. And that leads to, how do we see this? Is if Hashem leads us separately. We are a distinct nation. Why is this? Rashi explains that in order for, uh, for, for us, to, to, us to, to see that Hashem is leading us directly, we need Hashem to be the one to lead us directly and, and to be separate from the rest of the nations. Why is this true? It would seem to me that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying is that we have a, as the nation of Israel have a higher level of responsibility yet also a higher level of mercy. They are, we are treated as children to God and being treated as children by, of God. That comes with a certain level of responsibility and that's why in certain cases also a certain level of understanding because of that heightened responsibility. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu is asking 
asking of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A very complex topic, something which requires reading through in each Mepharesh, all the way through in the entire conversation. But we're only halfway through that conversation, so we'll have the opportunity of looking at this a little more carefully as we get to the next question, which Moshe Rabbeinu pushes forward in the next Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.